up, everybody? Colin Hayes here. I don't care if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever day of the week it is. I hope you guys are having a great day and a great week, and let's get it started. This week's episode is an interview with Kevin DeShazo. However, first off, I want to run a quick promotion for a podcast I've been listening to recently. Game ticket, $50. Hot dog, $8. Team store item, $25. Having to listen to someone's dumb sports opinions? Worthless. Some people shouldn't talk sports. For everyone else, there's the Unspoken Podcast. Available on most podcasting platforms. And on the web at the Unspoken There's that. Now on to the episode. I hope you guys enjoy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and follow us on all social media at Better You Show. So you're an author, speaker, and consultant about social media. Can you go ahead and tell me just a little bit about yourself and kind of what inspired you to begin and continue to do what you do? Yeah, so several years ago, you know, I was a heavy social media user and was a sports fan. And so I just kept seeing college athletes getting in trouble. Uh, as it relates to social media and getting, you know, coaches banning their players, the media talking about um, all these negative headlines around the student athletes and social media, and everything was just really negative. The whole the whole environment and culture around student athletes and social media was negative, and I saw social media as a great thing, as a positive thing, um, if people understood how to use it and how to use it on purpose. And so, I sat around, kind of complained enough, talking to friends that. They finally said either shut up or do something about it, and so started Fieldhouse Media with the mindset that social media can be um, an asset to student-athletes and to coaches and to administrators and to athletic departments if we provide education and actually equip them to use it well. Gotcha. Did you When you started your Fieldhouse Media, was there any hurdles that you faced starting it, and how did you overcome them? Yeah, the biggest hurdle is that I had zero connections in this industry. My background had been in healthcare. And, um, I'd done some social media agency work, had used social media in recruiting um, in my previous business, but I had no connections in this world. I was essentially just a sports fan with a Twitter account, uh, and so I had to use social media to make connections. Uh, I wrote a lot, so I was blogging consistently on the Fieldhouse Media website to try to create um, – as much content as I could to get this message out and to try to shape the message that social media is not the bad guy. And so I was trying to, to write consistently about how it's a good thing if we can help players use it well to get people to stop being so afraid of it. And so that was a huge challenge of just not having any uh, industry connections whatsoever in a world where connections are everything. Yeah. And you said when you were talking about what inspired you to begin that you – um, people were telling you just go do something about it. You talked about you had a you know there's social media problems, so they said go do something about it. Was that starting it? Was that an obvious like man, I really got to do this, or was it something that you built over time after they said you should do it, or was it something immediately you started to create? I think it was kind of stirring in me, and and when they were you know when I had friends who were saying just go do something about it. Now, there's a fear of like, I, I can't do it. I don't know anybody. This isn't going to work. Um, but when you start tapping people kind of speak that into you, go do something about it. Well, why don't you do something about it? Well, then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I, I can sit here and complain about it or I can try to, to create a solution. Um, and so it was pretty quickly after that, you know, created the company and started going for it. Awesome. What is your personal mission in life or what is your business mission? In- I think they both tie together. Like what I'm about at my core 
for is helping people get better. Um, so I do social media training. We also do leader and culture building um, in, in the sports world. And so all of that is tied to helping people get better. How has that mission changed the course of your life? Like, well, I think for most of my life, I just cared about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just really selfish and worried about what looked best for me. And so chasing the quote-unquote American dream of you know, going to college, getting a job, getting promoted, getting my MBA, worrying about promotions and the life I was living and, and what people thought of me versus um, at some point that shifted to realize like if I'm actually going to do anything significant in life, that needs to be helping other people get better. It can't be about me. Um, so some of that I think was just, just not being so selfish, but, but at some point in life that shifted from a focus on me to a focus on others. You gotcha. Is, is there an example in your life when, um, after you created this mission that you had the option to go one way or the other way, but that mission pulled you in a certain direction? Oh man, that's a really interesting question. Um, I don't think I've really been, well, yes, no. So, been running Fieldhouse now for seven years, and for the last three years, I've also been building uh, a sports leadership company called Culture Wins. And there's a there's a the sports world, the leadership world. It tends to be about doing motivational speeches, um, which become all about the person. Um, and so that there is a draw for me to go that direction. But I also know that that doesn't create enough impact. Right, you can go listen to a motivational speaker, and it's fun, and it's good, mm-hmm. but there's no real transformation. And so it would be really easy for me to go all in and build this speaking career to be this like well-known um, motivational speaker. And I do speak a lot, I don't, but I wouldn't consider myself a motivational speaker. So the tendency for me or the choice for me has been to say, you know what, I can do that, or I can do something to add real lasting transformational value in the way that I speak, but also in, well, let's go build a team and let's not just do speeches. Let's actually build a team of people who can go in and really change leaders, change teams, change organizations and change the culture of an entire industry. Yeah. Wow. I love that about the motivational speaker. You know, I've heard a lot about, you know, people saying motivational speakers, um, they're kind of like a, not necessarily a quick fix, but, um, they wear off very quick because you have to, you have to do that transformational thing. Like you said, Motivational right. speaking, inspirational speaking only really works um, if the person is really wants to transform themselves personally. Exactly. You're 100% right. Um, my next question is, do you have any beneficial and constructive positive habits that you perform every day that help you help lead your life in that direction of your mission and bettering yourself, your business? Yeah, I think habits matter, right? I'm not, I'm not the most disciplined human in the world just by nature. I'm, I'm kind of scattered. I do lots of things. Um, but, but my, like one of my few habits that I have is every morning um, I sit down and I have this identity statement about myself uh, that kind of reminds me of who I am, where I'm going, what I'm here for, what I'm about, um, so that as the stress of the day hits, as emails hit and tasks hit and travel hits, uh, that kind of centers me to like, remember, this is not about you. This is about the impact that you're trying to have on other people. And so I do that every day and sometimes multiple times a day, depending on how stressful the day may get just kind of recenter myself and remind me of, of, of why I'm here and where I'm going. If someone came up to you and said, Kevin, what three things do you know hold true to life? Three things that you've learned through reading, through coaching, through mentors, whatever it may be, what three things would you tell that person? Three things. God is good. Humility over pride. Be about other people. I think those three short but hold a ton of value. And very, very good stuff. And my last question then is, the floor is yours. What do you want to say about what you do? 
um, what people can find if they were to search you out and learn from you or just anything on your heart about uh, whatever you really want to talk about. So the floor is yours. Yeah, if I were to have a message that I, that I give consistently, would want people to hear consistently, um, it's a shift in mindset from intentional to accidental. Most of us are just going through the life, through our life, drifting, going through the motions, completing our to-do list, um, and then we're, we're ending up somewhere on accident. We wonder how we got here, what happened. At some point, we have to flip that switch and live intentionally. Intentionally, We have to connect with people on purpose. We have to work on purpose. We have to go a certain direction on purpose. And when we do that, we start to come alive, and then we can help everyone around us do the same thing, which is when everything can start to change. So if, if people get nothing else from listening to the last couple of minutes, start living intentionally rather than accidentally. Well, guys, there it is. Thank you so much again, Kevin, for coming on and doing this. I will post his social media, his website, all that in the description below. Again, guys, feel free to like, subscribe, share to anyone you feel as if could use this, and follow us on all social medias at Better You Show. And as always, get ready for a new life filled with a better you. Thank you.